Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. It is Dom time. Good Tuesday, everyone. Welcome in. In a moment, the uh, blueprint, it's like a money ball. That's what Democrats are playing. And now some independent Republican groups are matching it. Charlie Kirk. In Vegas this week, and I am not a huge fan of his outfit usually, but on this, he's right. He's found in the swing states 4.5 million disengaged Republican voters, meaning those who have voted before, but then don't vote. Like they voted in 2018 in the midterms in 2022, but not in 2016 or 2020. If we could scoop up, he says, 50 or 60,000 of them in the swing states, we win. It's like another Scott Presler sort of thing. But the Republican Party's not doing that. That's where the problem is. I'll give you the solution on that in a moment. You know the film Moneyball. Think that. But first, this is uh, amazing stuff. There's a story today, and it's, it's called Brand Value. It's a metric. It's a device used by people on the app. Now, it might be inflated. For example, brand value of product X. Say, Dom Giordano, what's my brand value? How much has it been enhanced by having producer Dan Borowski? I would say say approximately, uh, Anthony, $1.5 million. Would you differ with that? That's low. That is low. I want, I want billions. <laughs> billions? Well, the whole brand yeah. isn't worth a billion, so are how are you enhancing it? <laughs> the, the whole brand's only worth about $5 million. Come on now. But Taylor Swift has enhanced the NFL brand, and based upon the fact they drew 56 million people to the Chiefs-Ravens game on Sunday, 56 million, their brand, I would have to value it at at least $100 billion. And I'll tell you why. America wants it. They can't get enough of it. Now, we have a deranged person, Dan. You cut this, right? One American network that I'll play in a moment that went off attacking pro football. This woman, <laughs> this woman, even for one American network, my God, you got Fox, then you got AAA, Newsmax. And then you have some kids kicking a softball around on a field in the rain. That's one American network. I'll play that in a moment. It's deranged. 
But Taylor Swift has added $331 million to the NFL's brand at this point. Okay, that is uh, impressive. A group called uh, Echelon Insights, you saw this, Dan, and I saw it. They put together this poll. And if you're at home, play along at home. I love some of the people they put on here, including Matthew J. McConaughey, who I can't stomach even a second of. (laughs) And he was a very good actor up until he, the self-absorption is unbelievable. They put together a poll. If you say Republican Party first, and then you're asked about somebody, or Trump first, and I think a lot of people listening right now are Trump first, not Republican Party first, given how bad the Republican Party is. And they asked, they came up with a net favorability rating. Now, if you are a Republican Party first, you gave 26% were favorable toward Taylor Swift. If you were a Trump first, it was a negative. I'm sorry, I got that wrong because it was a negative, um, negative 19. (laughs) So that's a big golf, right? And that makes it a 45-point difference. Mike Pence, who was under attack on January 6th, only has a 41-point difference between Republican Party supporters and Trump people who despise him. So, Dan, that means that the Trump people are more negative toward Taylor Swift than even Mike Pence. What do we make of that? <laughs> it's a guy in pretty – I would expect that, that – to be like it's, it's something I would expect at this point. I, I mean, More she's all Mike over Pence? the place. More than Mike Pence. Yeah, no, I I, I think so. And I, I, that's coming from someone who likes Taylor Swift. I'm married to a Swiftie yeah. for God's sake. But it's it's she's all over the place. She's made her way into football now. And if you read the writing on the wall of past politics, and if you listen to the Dom Giordano show, you damn well know that it's she she's going to come out in support of Biden against Trump and. You know what's going to happen. So, yeah, I understand why there's such negativity towards Taylor Swift. And Mike Pence, I would expect him to be fading now because the guy's just irrelevant at this point, right? Yeah, but just a while ago, they were moving nooses there. Where's Pence? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, Matthew J. McConaughey, Dan, I have to go. It's small print. I can't I can't print this. You couldn't either, I don't think. Uh, yeah, he's pretty bad, too. JFK has a higher rating among Trump people by far than he does the Republican Party. We expected that. That doesn't mean that Trump people are going to vote for him as far as favorability. Now, here's this anchor on One American Network, Allison Steinberg. I've never seen her before. Listen to this. I mean, it's one thing to say that Taylor Swift is a menace in so many words. By the way, Dan, Politico reports today. And I forgot about this, and I went back and checked it, that in 2017, I think it was a September 24th game, Kansas City Star has a picture of it too. Travis Kelsey knelt. Remember that? Kaepernick, the whole deal. Travis Kelsey knelt too. Hey, once you kneel, you got to go with sackcloth and ashes for at least 10 years before I'm forgiven that. No one should have dealt. And I'll tell you why they shouldn't have dealt. It's not about the country to me. It's not about the military. I'm not accusing Travis Kelsey of that other than he's a dope on top of that. What it's about is the cops. 
So the next time that Travis Kelsey may need a cop, maybe we ought to remember that. You think that's too harsh? It's six years ago. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he was just caught up in the, you know, the, 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 the thick of the moment. Based on what? You want to stand on that because you're weak. I, I don't forget that. Yeah. No, yeah. No, you're yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. So I mean I didn't know that, that he was one of the near the end there were not that many people kneeling really. Not as many as we think. Now some teams, the Kansas City Chiefs, it wasn't like the whole team kneeled or something, you know, now. So <laughs> you can't do that. I mean that's a moment you just can't do it. All right, so uh, here is the One American Network person. Now, look, I'm critical of the NFL as far as I don't like the fact that you draft someone and tell them where you go. I, I would never never be in favor of that. That's un-American to me. I don't like the parody nonsense. That's communism. All right, I know you think it's their business model. Look at how successful they are. America wants it. Yeah, that's a flaw of America. We turn on our capitalist principles for the NFL. But listen to this woman from One American Network. This is over the top about Taylor Swift and about the NFL. America's pop star celebrity sweetheart joins forces with the top dog in the NFL, playing for the team that's going to the Super Bowl. I mean, let's be real here. This is bread and circuses on steroids. Major League Sports in and of itself is nothing but a psyop. Get kids plugged into the cycle of going to public indoctrination camps, playing sports for their school, and going to games. Many end up devoting their entire childhood to competing in various sports, only to be cut from the team, at which point they become brainwashed into supporting professional teams because they know their dreams of becoming a pro athlete will probably never happen. So then they become obsessed with some grown man who gets paid millions of dollars every year to throw a ball around while promoting poison death shots and child slave labor through various brand deals and endorsements. So sad. Imagine being so brainwashed by sports, you actually show up to your team stadium to shovel snow for free so you can watch a bunch of grown men who are overpaid tackle each other. <laughs> wow. Dan, I, I wouldn't even bring, like, what do you think of bringing her on, Dan? I think this would be a festival. We wouldn't have enough producers uh, and I enough don't know. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm a conspiracy theorist myself, and she's even way too crazy for me. Oh, she's, so she's way a, out there. A psychop type of thing. What the hell is she talking about with psychops? Yeah, the psyop. It's a psyop. Yeah, the, yeah they, well, psych. It's short for that. Yeah. Uh, the NFL just wants to make money. That's all it is. There's no indoctrination here, and people love football. You know, and uh, it's inescapable. It's, we use the language of football, it's ever present. Advertisers love it. It's America, more so than anything. You're not going to see this with the other sports. Baseball never had the social impact. That It, it was small-town America. It was fun. You know, mom and apple pie. Football is much different. It's much bigger than with social media. And they're geniuses. Look at the ability to get people that don't follow the game too much necessarily to join in fantasy football. That's amazing how much of that. That's genius. All right, so uh, 855-839-1210. Dan votes not to bring this woman on. Do you want to hear more of her? I I couldn't get enough, Dan. I've Googled her. It's more deranged in uh, things. What the hell's up with One American Network? They, that Grown men who are overpaid tackle each other. <laughs> 
Ah, the shoveling snow. She doesn't understand fans that would go out there so the game's on in Buffalo. I do. There's nothing uh, crazy or un-American about this. And, Dan, you raised something, two good things. Conversation we had after the show. I, I marked it. I told Ro on the way home, oh, this is a good one. I don't think she understood, which makes the point. Segment two today about globalism. But um, you wouldn't bring this uh, woman on, huh? No, I, I just it makes it makes Republicans sound crazy because there there's truth to being concerned about Taylor Swift, right. but when you make it that she's some kind of CIA psyop that is being descended upon the masses through a vessel being the NFL, you lose the masses. Oh, you, you, conspiracy! You I thought you would, you know. But, <laughs> no, it's it, like I, I love conspiracy theories, but I love I love when there's truth to them, or there's some kind of basis or nugget or something here. But to to think that this is some kind of psyop is. I, I don't know, man. Like, I just think it's 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 a little it's a step too far. It's a step, and I, I just I think it delegitimizes the conversation to it. It's many, many too far. You're right. I don't know how this network's on the air. I, I mean, I know I've been asked to go on. I wouldn't go on that. I've gone on Newsmax. That's fine. But not this. Imagine being so brainwashed <laughs> by sports. You actually it's, show up to your team stadium to shovel snow for free. It's the um, accent, too. It's the delivery, Dan. It's just amazing. All right. Let me give you the side question, and I don't know this was apropos of anything, but I think it's a brilliant one we've never done before. And, boy, do I have one from Roe. And that is, if you were going on a double date, now Roe and I have gone on double dates, uh, who would you think would be great company? In other words, who's the other couple, real or fictional? Real or fictional? So I'm going to take Jim and Pan from the office off. Dan, Roe said, Monk. And his wife, and I said, well, his wife's dead. And she said, before she died in the series. It's a good answer. That's how far she goes with Monk. Monk and the wife who's deceased (laughs) bring them as the double dating couple. Oh, my God. All right, who's yours? Ross and Rachel. I'm going to throw Maisie a bone here. Oh, God. Oh, no. I I threw her the same question in. What do you think she says? Oh, my God. She loves the show. That is just amazing. All right. So I don't know which one's worse, Monk and a wife who's not even alive or Ross and Rachel. All right. So real or fictional? They could be real. Don't have to be alive. That's the uh, side question today. And this uh, whole thing on Taylor Swift. So, Dan, you're leaning in the camp that maybe we're talking too much about it. I think we're doing it just about right. But tell me why you think it could be too much. Well, no, I, 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 that's two separate things. Like the, the being too much is I just, I, I don't know if it, we, us conservatives, are we being turned off conservative radio because we're harping too much on the Taylor Swift stuff? Like, yeah, do people actually care? Right. Does, right. does a 55, 60 year old man who enjoys conservative radio on the daily actually yeah. care about Taylor Swift this much? Uh, on the other side of things, um, I, to, to think that she's being forced upon us for some kind of uh, conspiracy, I, I don't know. That's just where I stand with that. And I like, are we talking about Taylor Swift too much? Is it becoming a meme at this point that conservative men care way too much about Taylor Swift? I don't, I think there's truth to the, the us needing to care about it. I just don't know where the line's drawn as to how much is too much, you know? Well, I'll admit Kelsey bothers me almost as much. You know that, right? And the other Kelsey's starting to bother me and the whole, the whole NFL enterprise bothers me. The whole yeah. nonsense they get away. In other words, it's not the football. It's all the nonsense they get away with. And the find that he kneeled, Dan, to me, once you do that, 
You got to be, is, is he really apologetic to cops after that? That's the thing that always rankles me with it. I'm tired of people saying, oh, they're dissing the veterans in the country. No, they're not. They're kneeling with people that hate the cops. That's what it comes down to. That's what it was all about. You can't trust the cops. The cops, the cops, the cops. They didn't say anything like about military veterans. Maybe the conservative angle should be then with this whole Taylor Swift thing. Let's tie it all together. The cops, the cops, the cops. COVID. Uh, uh, abortion yeah, with Pfizer, Taylor Swift. Right, let's Pfizer, let's tie right. it all together and That's essentially it say it doesn't, it doesn't matter what the hell these celebrities think. Why don't we go with the conservative standpoint of it doesn't matter what because Taylor Swift endorses? Because I'm afraid yeah, Taylor Swift could get enough. But of these I, instead of trying to, to delegitimize Taylor Swift, I, I feel like we should be, you know, stepping forward and getting ahead of the curve and saying, you know what? What Taylor Swift doesn't really matter. It, it doesn't. It, when it comes to the thick of things, she could swing the election. Does that matter? She can. Yeah. Yeah. No, she can. But I'm saying, like, why are we not trying to play 4d chess here and say that it doesn't matter you know all right and well my remedy of course is this uh, charlie kirk story i told you the number of republican voters who are disengaged same thing scott pressler's doing why in the world do we put up with the republican party we got guys like kirk we got the citizens alliance in pennsylvania we got scott pressler who's un- i wish i could clone the guy why do we put up with Ronna McDaniel, the Republican Party, the RNC, Vince Fennerty, who heads up the Philadelphia. Why did we put up with this vehicle that's just crap vehicle? It's not even a Yugo called the Republican Party. They get in our way. They drain resources. They have these country club Republicans. We don't want them anymore. We know exactly how to win. Are we going to do it? Moneyball. We know how to play it, just like the Democrats are playing it. We win on the issues. All we have to do is come close in the technique of winning. What is so hard to understand? They say there are about 500,000 voters right here in Pennsylvania that are primarily Republican voters but disengaged. 855-839-1210. You get in. Hit us on the side question, too, on Talk Radio 1210. Let's be real here. This is Bread and Circuses on steroids. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Dump to your Dano show. Welcome in 855-839-1210, AT&T and Verizon Wireless. The double dating question today. The Taylor Swift worse than Mike Pence with uh, Trump people. And uh, look, uh, is there anything wrong with those people in Buffalo, Dan? I think people would do it here in Philadelphia, shoveling snow for the team. I think they love the Eagles as much. I, oh, that's I, awesome. Yes, but I, you know what? I do agree with people saying, look at this. They're, they're still only paying him $20 an hour. The NFL should have paid them more because they're helping them to get the game started. I thought $30 an hour, something like that, given everything, would be more appropriate, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know though. I mean, they're they're coming out, or they they had to buy tickets to get into the game, right? I'm assuming these are fans that had to. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they're already shelling out what two hundred fifty dollars, and they're being paid back what sixty dollars for a time with three hours of shoveling. It's yeah. I, yeah. I mean, look, I I despise the NFL. I'll admit it. You know that, right? I despise yeah. all everything about the whole enterprise, and maybe the reason is basketball's my sport. I think with you, it's football. If football is your first sport, you're going to put up with a lot more than I'd be willing to put up with. you think that's accurate? Yeah, I think that's fair. And football is your first sport? Yes. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, see, there you go. Then people are going to put up with stuff. Uh, now, not to the NBA and stuff like that or a piece of cake, really. I get it. But the, the whole... Enterprise has just gotten and, and Dan, is there going to be a comeuppance or people going to say the NFL gave a platform to all this? They benefited. She is this time. And I think she's going to come out with him, too. I, I hope that two of them come out. And I hope we beat them and then we remember that. Now, I, I can't forgive a guy who kneels too much with the cops. Are you that thoughtless, that gutless that you have to kneel then? Is that something, look, If you, you can make amends. Do something for the cops and after that, I guess. Everybody can make a mistake, but I, I can't believe it. 855-839-1210. Let's go to uh, Nancy in Philly. Nancy, you're in on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Nancy. Yo, Nancy. Good. So, Dom, um, yeah. there, are many, there are many musicians whose music I like, um, like Adele, Madonna, Beyonce, mm-hmm. Rihanna, but I could care less about their politics, and I could care less about anything they have to say about much other than their music, including Taylor Swift. And my problem with her is that she attended some luncheon that was for, you know, pro-Gaza, literally. And uh, I consider that anti-Israel, and I consider that a disgrace in terms of the women who were raped and tortured and killed in Israel. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. That's another uh, no-no. Any sense of movement toward, you know, even the argument, well, we don't like what Israel's doing now, There, then you don't know a whole lot about it. You ought to stay out of it. I would agree. Absolutely. Thanks, Nancy. Thank you very much. I would say Taylor Swift, though, as critical as I am, I get it is superior to those people she named, Dan simply because the person who actually writes their own stuff is a storyteller, 
even if one limited to all these guys, that's superior to me. In the end, that's going to be superior. That's one of the reasons why it's a success. No, I agree. There's there's truth to that. Yeah. There's yeah. All right. So all right. Now this um this turning point group with Charlie Kirk. Not not a big fan of him over time, but this group invited 75 out of the 100 county uh, GOP chairmen in the swing states to um, Vegas right before the RNC's coming. They gave them a binder that shows precinct by precinct the names and numbers and information of so-called uh, disengaged Republican voters, meaning when they vote, they vote Republican. But then for some reason, they don't come out and vote. And the remedy is to be all out with mail-in balloting to bank the people that are relatively easy and seem to be reliable Republican voters and have voted in most elections. Then you start to go after the disengaged. This is what the Democrats are doing. They bank the votes of those that are relatively easy to remind them of it, remind them of the stakes, you know, stay with them in a way, persuade them. Well, once they have that banked, which could be a lot before the election, once they feel good about that voter, they move on on the hard to get, the reach voter. Republicans haven't done that. That's shocking to me. Well, given the operation. So you're not going to win this is the point. Just on the news of the day, just on the border, just on how addled Biden is, just on the screw up, even American military dead in the Middle East again with Biden. Uh, People upset because of the justice system weaponized against Trump. It's money ball. It's analytics of a sort, meaning we have to fight for every one of these voters. And if we turn about 50,000 of them out to vote, either mail-in ballot or otherwise, in the swing states, we are going to win. Out of the swing states here, they say a few of them are no longer swing states, pretty much. They think Trump's going to win, based upon every metric you could have. Then they talk about Arizona, Georgia prominently, how things are turning around for Trump there, where... There's still a swing state, but it looks awfully good. Dan, sadly, you know which state out of the swing states, they give the lowest number. I have the quote here. Uh, Charlie Kirk says, when I talk to some people that are doing this, they say, oh, my goodness, maybe Pennsylvania. I'm not bullish on Pennsylvania. It's a big state. If Pennsylvania falls, that means Wisconsin also falls. We are actually, in his estimation, behind Wisconsin, which is a tough state to win, Pennsylvania. Now, why is that? I think we're behind this because we haven't gone all out. Biden is. And our infrastructure here is not good. We're going to lose Pennsylvania. I'll have a sour taste on election night. If the Republican wins, we beat Biden and we don't carry Pennsylvania. Yeah, I mean, I look at the big picture, but what the hell is wrong with us? What what has the GOP done at all, though? Like, right. since you've been, you know, we, we've been saying here on the show now for months now, they got to step up and start doing their jobs, doing something. I, I haven't I haven't heard anything out of them. There, there hasn't been a peep. No, has there? And, and here, I, I would put it this way. 
sometimes guessing which issue. I still think it's inflation. Maybe it is the border. What to say to people, these persuadables, Dan. But we have a knowable, meaning this isn't something we have to guess at. We know what Democrats do and how they want. And it's not illegal, this process. We're not talking about nonsense. We're talking about what to do to win. So once I know that's it, I'm not going to let you beat me at that. I don't care what I have to do. I'm going to find 50 Scott Preslers. That might be hard, but you know what I mean. And I'm not going (laughs) to let you win. And since I'm behind by so much, my goal to win would be to come within 90% of you. I'm told if we come within 75% of them, we win. Why is this so hard? I don't think the Trump campaign is on this. I know the RNC's not. First thing I would do to look to get these people out of the way that are the Republican leadership. Is there anything you can do to put somebody else in there? Give them some money to go away. Here's half a million dollars. Get out of here. All right. 855-839-1210. That's how you get in. Hit us on the side question. Give us that all-time double date. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, broadcasting from the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. All right, Dom Giordano's show. We had the press conference today with Larry Krasner, who was much different, on paper at least, with the uh, current police commissioner and Sherelle Parker standing behind the cops in this. I think uh, the Inquirer is an all-out vendetta to stop, stop and frisk, which constitutionally done is fine. I'll give you what the at issue is. Dan, out of these three cuts, you put them together. You were more listening to Krasner and the police commissioner. Which one should we use? 
Um, I, A or B. Um, okay. I'm thinking probably B uh, because it, it was just odd. He, so watching Krasner, uh, he spoke after the commissioner, um, and he spoke about uh, em- embracing what the commissioner had to say and reinforcing it and saying that, uh, uh, you know, we, we, we need to be transparent through this whole process. Uh, but then he kind of makes a turn, and it's almost like uh, he, he had to – uh, there's been a lot of, uh, on social media, a lot of pushback because of the video, especially within the progressive community. You almost had to, you know, uh, throw them a bone and say, look, uh, we want to come after the police, but we're going to, you know, uh, you may not agree with the police, but X, and that's 11B, Dom. All right, let's play uh, B here, Jim. Here's Krasner at the news conference today. The reality is we may agree with interpretations of the Philadelphia Police Department completely. We may agree with them partially, or we may not agree with them. But today is not the day for that. Today is the day for transparency. Today is the day for the public to see the truth about what it is that is visible and occurred inside of a store. And today is the day to understand the limitations of all of that. Yesterday began with a meeting between myself, my team, including Clark Belgene right here, who is the chief prosecutor investigating this case. And for those of you who need to spell it, C-L-A-R-K-E, Belgene, B-E-L-J-E-A-N. Oh, my God. Mr. Belgene is primary on this. We had a detailed meeting, I think a robust and serious discussion with the Philadelphia Police Department. City solicitor Renee Garcia was there for the entire meeting and participated seriously in the meeting. And what came from the meeting was the necessity for my office to meet with the family of Mr. Spencer, something that they wanted, something that we wanted, and talk to them about their wishes for the release of video, among other things. We also spoke to them about any services that they may need as a family that has suffered the loss of a loved one. Okay. All right. Now, the first question, the major, the, there are uh, the broad, the big macro thing here I'm most interested in, big picture is stop and frisk. I'm a wholehearted supporter Sherelle Parker won the election on that. People wanted it in Philadelphia. And I commend these cops for doing it. Second issue. Immediately, we heard people saying, where's the gun? You know, this guy who is this civic crusader with a tape of it. We saw the gun. There was a gun here. Apparently, a gun with the guy who was killed. The question that's open now, though, is, I guess, Dan, and you watch this more thoroughly. I watched it, but I'm doing something here. I guess the question is, is it possible the cops were victims of friendly fire in the scrum here that one of them shot the other one and they thought they had been shot by this guy? Certainly possible. Let's just say for a moment that's the case. If that is the case, looking at it in totality of it, this is where cops need the gray area more than ever. In other words, you look at something like this, and did they act in the protocols, et cetera, that the police department want? And if they did and a mistake's made, well, then certainly there's a uh, financial settlement with the victim's family and all that. But it doesn't necessarily, well, it certainly means they shouldn't be charged with criminal acts, as I see it, unless there's something where there's extreme negligence here. You look at the entire situation, and this is the type of thing that police face in a situation like this. Dan, how did you see it? I don't know. Like when when I first saw the video on Instagram, Dom, I I honestly thought that it looked like the police officers 
uh, we're wrestling with this individual. It picks up with them uh, right. wrestling to the ground, and then you hear two shots fired. The shots sound exactly the same. Um, and uh, well, the first shot fired, you hear, the, uh, I guess it's the police officer say, my leg, my leg, gets hit my leg. Um, and then you hear another shot pop off. Um, and I, I don't know which one was the fatal shot. So my first question is, where where did the bullet come from? Which gun did the bullet come from? Was mm-hmm. it a police gun? Uh, was it the a gun that was held by the person who's deceased? Was it one that was dropped and it accidentally fired? So in today's video, what they showed was a six-minute uh, piece of footage from the surveillance of the of the store. And, and they show, they circle, that the police officers, both police officers' guns are holstered uh, when the firing goes off. And the deceased's gun slips under, you know, the tussling and then flies across the bottom floor, the floor uh, of, right. the, of the store. Yeah. And it's still unclear where where the shots came from. So it, it's really unclear whether this was an incident where a, a person maybe pulled their gun and it fired and hit the police officer in the leg and then the police officer fired back. Or maybe it was a police officer that accidentally fired and hit his partner in the leg and then this unfolded. And it's still generally unclear, but the sense that I got from Krasner is that he's operating from kind of one standpoint still, and that's that there was something funky going on here. My, my number one question, and I, I might agree that there is something funky going on here, is I, I don't I, – I, I agree with you on the stop and frisk, but I don't know why it escalated into something that was as physical as it became where people were being wrestled onto the ground. Uh, was the guy particularly evading arrest? You can't really understand. There's, there's – right not much dialogue that you can pick up. So to make this though, as the inquirer has completely about stop and fricks and why it's wrong, there was some, you know, context that was provided by the commissioner about this, that this individual was pursued by police in the past and all. And I, I, there's a lot more to this story. And I, I honestly, I look at what Krasner said, see that there's a slant to it, that he's trying to appease progressives and say, Hey, look, uh, we got to come after the police for incidents like this. But at the same time, it's, it seems like a new page that he is going to be working with the commissioner and saying, you know, look, the, we, we got to address this. We can't rush to any kind of – in that first clip, 11A, he says we can't rush to any kind of narratives, and we want to be transparent through this whole thing so there are no narratives created on both sides, that being both the right and the left. Yeah, I think uh, there was a little bit of a difference of Krasner here so far indicating – he knows this isn't going to be the same sort of administration he can just roll over, is the way I would put it. But I, I stand by that. If um, there was a reason uh, that they knew this guy, and I'll, I'll have to see exactly the transcript from previous encounters, and uh, that he looks like he has a gun, well, that's probable cause there. That's why they fired him in and followed him in, and that's why this type of thing happened. All right, 855-839-1210. As far as who fired the shot, that has that's going to be difficult to, I don't know what the, fren- the forensics should tell us on that. I'm not sure how long that's going to take. All right, 855-839-1210. Don't forget the side question today. Simple. Who would you double date with? A lot of good ones on Twitter, but no real life ones. Everybody's going with uh, fictional ones, which is okay. But uh, try to hit us with a real-life one, too, if you have one. Um, again, uh, more is needed on this. So I have to say that uh, the police commissioner today sounded, as far as I can tell, right on point, supportive, but more to come on this. Uh, here is um, 
Here is uh, Joe Scarborough this morning, though. The other thing we're looking at today is the border. There's more update on the border. Jim, this will be cut eight. Here's Joe Scarborough this morning talking about narratives here. Here's the false narrative that uh, Trump is telling Republicans. Don't do anything on the border. I want to use this politically. Here's Scarborough. Newt Gingrich goes on Fox News last night and says this is... The worst thing that's ever, 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 ever happened. It's the dumbest, stupidest, this, that, the other. All because Donald Trump one day, they all liked the bill. And then Donald Trump said, don't pass a bill. It might hurt me politically. And now, traitorous, (laughs) stupid. Turn the car around. Yeah, they turned the car around. How sad and how pathetic. I mean, if somebody had come up to me when I was in Congress and told me to do that, I would have... I'd have two words for him, and the second would be off, and I would keep walking. I wouldn't even break a stride, and most of the people I served with were that way, too, which, again, begs the question, who are these cowards that will just completely comply with everything dear leader says? And is there anything they wouldn't do for him? You have to ask the question. I mean, There's nothing. All right, so this is the double conspiracy here. We don't even see in print from these Republicans what they want. Biden out there today. This is an all-out effort. Biden even said this. Give me the power so I can stop what's going on at the border now. What? (laughs) Now all of a sudden he recognized and he wants the power to stop it. That's the big lie. Of course the president, we saw it with Trump, has the power to stop this. No catch and release. You stay in Mexico. Trump took all the heat for it. Biden, who's allowed this invasion, now all of a sudden wants to say, give me the power. He wants to blame Republicans, and I will stop this. He already has the power. It's called the presidential executive power. He could stop it right now, instantly, put a dent in this. He doesn't want to do it. He wants to play this out a little bit longer. All right, phone lines, 855-839-1210. Follow Talk Radio 1210 on Instagram and Facebook at 1210WPHD. All right, Dom time. Dom Giordano Show, 855-839-1210. So we are moving on with the impeachment of uh, so-called Homeland Security Chief Mayorkas, meaning they did the markup today, which is the official language of the bill and all that stuff that goes on. I know these things take forever, but... The Republicans in the House are moving on things. And I believe they are going to impeach this guy. And at one point, I thought, do we really want to get into an impeachment? Let's just continue with the issue. But now seeing how this brings more attention to it, yeah, this is going to bring even more attention to it. And I don't see the case that Democrats have. It's pretty obvious here. I think they have the votes. I think he will be impeached. And it's not about doing anything necessarily at the border. But politically, this keeps the eye on the prize. Keep this in front of the American. We're not going to bail Biden out, whatever the Senate Republicans want, by suddenly coming in with some cockamamie bill that will not secure the border. That's the bottom line. Keep the eye on Mayorkas. Keep the eye on what's happened here. Let the American public hear in great detail the staggering numbers and what they precipitated. 
Don't bail them out and say we have a solution to the border. There will not be one that you can trust with them. And it's already there. We know what to do. They're telling the the, uh, House bill is clear. No catch and release. More judges to move these asylum cases. But you just file your brief in Mexico and you stay there until you you get your court date. You're told that's when you're reported. If it's five years from now or seven years from now, that's what it's going to be. That's exactly what Trump did. Biden doesn't want to do any of that. He's reaped what he can. He's pivoting now, trying to get to the point to say, well, they wouldn't let me. He wants the issue the other way now. They wouldn't let me stop this at the border. Something that we were told is no big deal. So impeaching this guy is not going to stop it per se. But it's a mechanism to keep attention on it. Everybody's going to cover this. And President Trump just has to be careful that he doesn't give them fodder to say this is really just all about making this a political issue. Now, they're going to try to say it. We know that. But that's where he has to be more careful about this and stick to the point. What he should talk about is what he did and how to just stick to this. He's got a great record on this. What he did, and give some numbers around that, and then move forward with the idea that Biden can do this at this point, that there's no doubt about it. All righty, 855-839-1210. That's how you uh, get on board. But this uh, has blossomed into something much bigger than I thought it would. I thought it would be up there in an issue that people care about, but given inflation. Here is Stephen Colbert, though, Jim, speaking of inflation. Here's Colbert last night. This is cut seven, telling us the economy is booming. Cut seven. Oh, there's good news. There's, there's more good news for Biden. The economy is cooking right along. The Dow's north of 38,000 today. Wages are up. Unemployment below 4% for thir- 23 months in a row. And today, the Commerce Department announced the economy grew at 3.3% rate in the last quarter. Now, what does that mean? Well, it's a little technical. But according to macroeconomic theory, number go up equal good. <laughs> now, is that right? Can you check my math? Can you check me, can you check me on that? I got you. You got that? Okay. For all last year, a bunch of people were predicting a recession. But instead, every economic indicator of Bidenomics is positive. Or, as the news people call it, It's an economy that is cooling on the inflation front, but still showing growth on the the spending front, the Goldilocks. Perfect Goldilocks scenario. We're getting some of that Goldilocks. It is Goldilocks. This is Goldilocks. That's right, Jack. Things are going Goldilocks. Now look up. Look here. I'm serious, folks. I knew Goldilocks. Nice gal. Real particular. Real particular about her porridge. Not me, though. Hot, cold. Don't bother me. I'll toss that bowl down. Too sweet. Soft foods. Doctor's orders. (laughs) All right, so here we go again. Everything is up. You know what the subtext of this? This is just a constant theme of guys like Colbert and a million others. Why are people still complaining? It's not cooling off. In December, it didn't. Inflation is baked in. We played you uh, Janet Yellen uh, just uh, yesterday. Yellen saying that uh, this is not going to change. We're not guaranteeing that. People don't expect that we're actually going to bring inflation down over the course of time. 
So you're stuck with this, with the 17% growth or more that we've seen. Well, how are people going to deal with that? Well, they're just told to, and they're told something's wrong with you. Why don't you get it? Everything is booming. All those other things are good, no doubt. But booming, 17% inflation. All right, big one o'clock hour coming up. At one thirty, we have a guy we love bringing on from Consumer Research. Politico says today that the Biden administration is giving up a bit on the interfering with your gas stove. But dishwashers and showers and everything else, those are still in play. Isn't this the way, and Trump is very good on this, to reach people and say, what business is it of the federal government? What type of shower you want? In fact, Roe is adamant, Dan. She's giving me a deadline. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen the water flow when you've been over and all. You haven't taken a shower there, so you would see it's not no. a good... I don't want to be on record saying it's not a great water flow, but I am on record saying it. So uh, <laughs> we're going to have our buddies to do that. Uh, we're working on that, getting that done. The problem is when we go down the shore, the place we rent, the water flow is unbelievable. So three weeks she out gets of spoiled. The year, yes, and she never forgets it. So she's got the stopwatch at home within the week. This has to be in process. Otherwise, there's going to be trouble. I don't know how she's going to change the water flow. I'm working on it. But people care about this stuff. Why? It's a practical every day. If I want great water flow or a toilet flushing like it's a nuclear thing, I ought to have that. Now, they're going to tell you what kind of water flow. They're going to tell you about your dishwasher. Yeah, but it's not getting them clean. I say that's clean. That's enough. All right, we'll get into all that at 1.30. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3. From Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
hearts. <laughs>